Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from Pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On the second Disneyland episode, we are dishing on all things quick eats and snacks in California Adventure. We'll break down our favorite eats, including snacks and quick service bites, what foods are must orders, and what snacks to avoid at all costs. I'm Colin. And I am Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton. And this is the Main Street Dish. Welcome back. We're back in Disneyland. We're back in Disneyland. I'm not mad about this. No, not at all. And I mean, maybe this is starting the the episode with a hot take, but I actually think it's the superior Disneyland Park. We're back in DCA today. Yes, you're not wrong. (laughs) Not wrong. I know. It feels so sacrilege to say that because Disneyland, you say it's the OG, but it actually is the OG. (laughs) So I feel it's so terrible for saying that. But I'm a DCA guy. What can I say? Rides, foods, and drinks. All better in DCA. It is the Epcot of the West Coast. If Epcot had a baby with Hollywood Studios, it is DCA. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's where they hold the the festivals too. So total Epcot vibe. It really is. Yep, absolutely. But but speaking of drinks, Bethany, you're you've made a a cocktail. You guys don't even know what this is yet, so I'm very excited. I have no idea. I is made it my the one attempt from at the, yeah, no, at the R and D martini from um oh, no. Okay. So I got to pull this up because this is like the most general description of a cocktail ever. It says espresso martini with cereal infused milk, dark chocolate espresso beans and cereal crumbles. So what I did was I made a thing of strong coffee. I put in coffee creamer that is the Cinnabon coffee creamer. Same vibe. Yes. Vodka, Camoras and butterscotch liqueur. And then I topped it with a ground Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh. Is this is this on like exactly what I ordered? No, but it is delicious. I'm not gonna lie, this is really good. That is like dessert on dessert on dessert. Mm-hmm. It's I'm so here good. for it. We need to figure out mm-hmm. exact measurements for that. Cocktail. Was there kind of like a cold foamy situation on top? There or... was, and I yeah. tried to do it. I put the creamer in the blender, and it just never got thick. So, you know, it is what it is. I get it. I have, I have a frother that does cold foam. Yeah. So maybe maybe we could finagle something. Yeah, we'll have to get cereal milk or make cereal milk. I was just going to straight up blend them together and strain it as a quick mm-hmm. resolve. And I was like, I yeah. don't actually have any good cereal that would be fitted in here. I'm like, what am I going to do? Frosted mini wheats? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. That's not a vibe. <laughs> it's probably like golden grams if I had to guess. Yeah. Like, <sighs> Right? Don't you think? Or like, yes. it's something you know light what? in color because it's not dark either. Correct. Have you ever heard of the Milk Bar? Yes. Ice cream company? Yes. They, well, I don't know if it's ice cream only. I think they have cakes and, and whatnot. But they have cereal milk ice cream. They do. That is one phenomenal, but that's beside the point. I wonder what cereal they use for that. Because I that feel would like probably it's cornflakes. Oh, it is. You know what? You're right. It is cornflakes. And that's probably what they use. It probably is. Okay, well. Cornflakes just kind of is a cereal standard. Do you know what I'm saying? Golden yeah. Grams is a little out there. I yeah, feel yeah. it's like cornflakes or cornflakes. That's cereal. It probably is cornflakes, you know? <clears throat> yeah. That's right. Well, I also, bet also Cheerios would be fine, too. I mean, that's a pretty standard cereal. We have cereal. Cheerios right now. Oh. Yeah, you have wow. a child. I'm over yeah. here with my mini wheats, and I'm like, that is not going <laughs> to strain out. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> little shards of wheat in my. Um, but if you if you're listening to this and you work at Pims and you just want to on the DL give us the recipe, we're also willing to take that. Um, yes. more than willing. More I will than willing. I will give you what whatever you need. 
Wow. <laughs> That's how much she loves this drink. We haven't even really talked about this drink on the podcast yet either. So no. when we get to drinking around DCA, you'll finally understand why we're so excited about this. Yep. Oh, absolutely. But that's wonderful. I mean, I just, you know, cracked open a bottle of wine. It was a wine night for me. And it's pairing perfectly with Bella's chocolate fix right now. Mm, love it. I, I just on a whim bought a thing of chocolate. Love that. Like you yeah, do. Like I do, you know. It's the Merci chocolate. It's really, really, really good chocolate. Yeah, it's like a little stick of chocolate, and it has different mix-ins. So there's like hazelnut, marzipan. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's real good. little snack. But anyway, let's Let's snack. Let's snack. (laughs) Let's snack around DCA. Yes. Let's snack. Okay, so we said that we were doing quick eats, and I think that's a perfect summarization of quick service and snacks. So we'll talk about walk-up carts. We'll talk about places where you can mobile order. We're kind of kind of run the gambit of everything that's not sit-down table service. So starting it off, let's head to our favorite place, Award Wieners. Award Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before we jump into this, you said places you could mobile order. Disneyland does better mobile ordering than Disney World. There are so many places you can mobile order from in Disneyland. Carts and everything, the shawarma cart. Things that you would never be able to mobile order from in Disney World. I am very impressed. I think Animal Kingdom's the good example is there's very few carts or buildings you can walk up to and mobile order like the snack buildings. But DCA and Disneyland, it's essentially everywhere. You can mobile order from almost anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I Just in Animal Kingdom alone, how many places are not even in my Disney experience? <laughs> also accurate. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even exist unless you know about them. <laughs> You're not wrong. And when we were pulling up menus when we were in the parks, we were saying things. You were like, oh, is this specialty churro going to be even on the menu? Because with Disney World, a lot of times it'll just say, you know, churro and there's nothing there. Everything Correct. was on the menu. Everything was there. You just have to, You in Disney World, you rely on the little signboard that they yeah. have up in front every single time. But no. Everything was on there. Yeah. So good for Disneyland for that one. Yeah. It was Round great. Of applause. Credit where mm-hmm. credits do, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But back to award wieners. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about yes. wieners. Let's. <laughs> Sorry. I have to. I can't. I can't. Well, well we're going to talk about a specific wiener. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> An Italian one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yes. An Italian yes. sausage. <laughs> yes. 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 The Italian sausage, peppers and onions mm. with pepperoni and a red pepperoni. And then what really was the star of this was that cheese that was griddled onto the inside of the bread. Also the bread. Yeah. Like, let's take a moment for the bread. Oh. Right? Let's hear it for the bread. Yeah. Right? <laughs> let's exactly. hear it for the bread. It yeah, didn't absolutely. fall apart at all. That cheese crust was perfection and whoever created that deserves a raise agreed yeah i think you make a great point that it didn't fall apart like before we talked about flavor because we cut it into three pieces so we could share it and it held up to that when in disney world if you were to try to cut half those hot dogs into three you wouldn't even have a bun to begin with you'd be like here is your wiener and that's all you get you would get nothing else this held up so beautifully to us literally trying to destroy it with a plastic knife. So 10 out of 10 for that, just to begin with. Off the bat, already great. Off the bat. And the uh, the other thing that's so impressive, too, is it was loaded up. Yeah. Like, it was. there was no way that you could fully close mm-hmm. the sausage in the, in the bun. There was no way you could actually fold it and, like, actually eat it gracefully. There was no way to do that. So the fact that it was overstuffed and it didn't fall apart 
when being <laughs> tortured by a plastic knife. All, all the all the credit were credits too, for sure. And the flavors were there. Like Bella said, that cheese griddle on there was perfection. Because we read it and the description says mozzarella. And Bella and I were like, where's the mozzarella? Oh, like yep. they griddled yes. it onto here. And then the sausage was perfectly snappy. It still had that yes. great casing snap to it that was phenomenal. The peppers and onions were cooked great. The addition of pepperoni for me was like a 40 out of 10. If you throw pepperoni on most anything, I'll probably love it. Um, there are a few exceptions. Turnover in uh, Toontown, looking at you. Uh, Cafe Daisy. Uh-oh. We'll talk about that next time. But oof. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this sandwich was just so good. That roasted pepper aioli had the right amount of spice and kick to it and flavor and it was drenched in the sauce. There was a good amount of sauce without it being obnoxious. So impressed yeah. with this one. And the fries. Bella, talk about the fries. Oh, <laughs> gosh, the fries. You all know I love a steak fry. And this fry was similar with the potato consistency of a steak fry. It wasn't as girthy. <laughs> it wasn't as big. But it definitely had that potato taste that I love. And it was like a spiral. What, what do you call them, Bethany? I don't even know. Sidewinder fries. Right, right. I'll never remember that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's okay. I've asked you like four times. <laughs> it's okay because when I moved out to Oregon, they do not call potato wedges potato wedges. They're called JoJo's. I said, you can't just oh. make up, a, you can't give it a new name. That's not how this works. <laughs> it is a potato wedge. And a potato wedge, it describes exactly what it is. Like that is what mm-hmm. it is. You can't just call it a JoJo and expect like it's a JoJo. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a potato wedge. No, you mean a knockoff Oreo from Trader Joe's? That is what JoJo's are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are JoJo's. Yeah. So but I, I I, mean, the, fr- the fries were amazing. But the, the, the two things that sent this over the edge for me were the fact that the, the pepperoni was incorporated into the red pepper aioli mm-hmm. was phenomenal because I almost didn't realize it was strips of pepperoni that were in the sauce mm-hmm. or that that was incredible it was like a fun little surprise when the pepperoni was in there but the other thing that sent it over the edge for me was the vig- the vinegary bite of the banana pepper mm-hmm. that addition was genius like yes the peppers the onions but also the banana pepper the pepperoni was like everything to me because it just kind of yeah. cut through because it was pretty decadent mm-hmm. but that little clean crisp vinegary bite was everything in that entire I, I do entire sausage you. it was so good Really no notes, you know? None. No notes. I I want to try more at Award Wieners because that was phenomenal. And I know before we went, the specialty, because this is the specialty dog, it was a Cuban dog that was griddled and looked absolutely phenomenal. So I don't know what you're doing, Award Wieners, but keep it up. Keep it up. Winning awards with your wieners. <laughs> yeah. MVP. Yep. MV, MVW. Yeah. <laughs> So let's head over to Cochina Cucamonga, Mexican. Bethany, you have a dish here that you wanted to talk about. Disneyland is on some type of Birria journey where we had the grilled cheese that we talked about over at Jolly Holiday in a past episode, and we'll talk about it again. But they also have a case of Birria here, which is the tacos. It's like the true form of how Birria comes. And it is so good from here. It comes with two tacos and consomme. The tacos are griddled to perfection. The outside of the shells are nice and crunchy. It's stuffed with meat and cheeses and onions and cilantro, and you dip it into the consomme. It is so good, and I would have had you guys try this, but we went with the grilled cheese instead. But overall, this is like a 10 out of 10. No notes. It's a little salty, 
the consomme is on this one. But overall, I would 100% order this every single time if I really wanted it. It is so good. Those tacos dipped into that sauce. That is, I'm happy this started the trend of bringing birria into the parks. Hmm. See, if it's even 5%, like the birria toasted cheese. I feel like... (laughs) Sold. I feel like they're both equally as good. One is just such a different way that you typically don't see it presented, the grilled cheese. Sure. But that's why I was like, we should favor that one if we're on a shorter trip. But this one, don't miss putting this on your list. It's still delicious. Birria is like the soju. You know, it's becoming so mainstream and popping up everywhere, you know? Exactly. But I'm not mad about it because it's delicious. Absolutely. But this this is a good one. Mobile order. Go in and get it. It's a 10 out of 10. All right, let's head over to the Cozy Cone Motel. Yes. So this, if you, if you couldn't deduce, this is in Cars Land. <laughs> <laughs> For those wondering, this is in Cars Land. And, and it's kind of a cool setup in the fact that there's just, it, I mean, it is very much like a motel where there's different stations that serve different things so you have one that's just for frozen you have one that's just for popcorn so it's a pretty cool setup where you can walk up to each individual one for whichever one you'd like but bella why don't you talk about your popcorn here yeah as you all know (laughs) i like flavored popcorn i don't like the traditional popcorn but i like the flavored popcorn especially because when you're walking around the park i do think popcorn is an excellent snack They have a few flavors, but the one that stood out and the one that we got was the dill-flavored popcorn. And it was so good. Like, dill can be overpowering a lot of times. I mean, it's a very strong flavor, and I'm actually not a big dill fan. I love pickles, but I'm not a big dill fan. And if any of you have had the dill pickle chips from Trader Joe's, this is very similar, Mm. but popcorn. And I thought it was phenomenal. I thought like the bit of dill was great. There was plenty of salt. It was still buttered as well. Yes. So I, to be honest, I really enjoyed it and I would get it again. Agreed. I really like this one as well. Yeah. You, like you said, they have three different flavors. In addition to the dill pickle, they have a white cheddar and a butter, but the dill pickle just stands out for, from anything else. It was so, so good. Mm-hmm. I liked it so much more than I thought I would. I was like, well, I feel like after an entire thing of popcorn, this could be a lot, but it was just delicious. No, it was yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and that's actually, I think, what we had for breakfast that morning. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, the whiskey peanut butter cocktail. That was the yep. combination. Oh. I was like, pickles and peanut butter? <laughs> you that's know? a thing. It's it is a thing. It's fine. Yep, it's fine. I liked it. Another thing that was there that I wish I would have gone back and ordered because I've had it before is the cozy corn. This is buttered corn on the cob brushed with spicy lime mayo with your choice of cheese puffs or spicy cheese puffs. The spicy cheese puff one is obviously Cheetos, puffed Cheetos. It is the best, the best corn on the cob I've had in a while. I almost think I like it more than the Animal Kingdom one. No one Whoa. Whoa. Why didn't I order this? We looked at it and we saw it. But again, it was like really early in the morning. And I was like, do I really want to eat corn on the cob right now? And I was like, no, I'll come back later. Never went yeah. back. I regret it. Well, yeah, no, I I did think the same thing because I did want to try it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'll just be something we try next time. But I love a good corn. Any yeah. Anytime they put something on corn, I'm all in. Yeah, absolutely. I've made this one at home, too. This was a recipe that I created when I was doing all my Disney recipes during the pandemic and posting those on the Internet. I did this recipe, so I'll post it over on our Patreon because I brought this to a going away party of one of our friends and it lasted maybe 35 seconds. 
everybody saw it and it's just beautiful because it's this vibrant red color covered in those spicy cheetos everybody's like i don't know what that is but i have to eat one i'll leave the recipe on our patreon another stop at cozy cone that we didn't make this time and i always suggest it because i think it is such a unique snack like is it the best snack no but is it the quintessential cars land snack yes and that is the cozy cone so they have two cozy cones right now a chili cozy cone a chili cone queso which is beef chili with cheddar cheese corn chips and served in a bread cone and the bacon mac and cheese which is creamy mac and cheese mixed with roasted bacon served in a bread cone here's what i'll say about this i'm always like this is not the most high quality mac and cheese ever but it's portable it comes in a bread bowl that you can eat too And we didn't order this, but we did order the mac and cheese and a sourdough over in Disneyland. This is 30 times better. It is cheesier. The pasta holds up better because the one over there, the shards of pasta. I don't know. It was Mm -hmm. so overcooked. And there's enough cheese sauce to really enjoy the bread bowl. So if this is on your list of things, I still suggest ordering it, even though we skipped it this time. It's totally worth it. It, to me, is delicious. It's not the best thing you're going to eat, but it is good. I mean, what's not to like? Exactly. Mac and cheese, no, and bacon, right. and bread bowls. <clears throat> Nothing wrong. And it is iconic. It mm-hmm. is an iconic Cars Land snack. So absolutely. Ironically, I also did a recipe for this. So I will post that on our Patreon as well. <laughs> Look, you can just make all these things at home, <laughs> apparently. No, but it's you, this is how you got your start, though. This is. Because I don't know if everybody knows the story of how I ended up going super viral. Was BuzzFeed posted a compilation video of disney recipes that i recreated and this is in the first clip is the cozy cone i even bought the little red paper checkerboard paper that it comes in i bought that on amazon here in the height of the pandemic and i enjoyed my cozy cone like i was there i will i won't lie mine is significantly better of course of course duh (laughs) (laughs) of course but yeah you'll get a lot of recipes with this episode too because even if you can't make it to disneyland it's one that you can make at home because i know that disneyland is a stretch for a lot of people but i mean it's worth the plane ride for the food let's be honest yeah, absolutely. It is. it is. All right, let's go to the other location, the other dining location that's in Cars Land, and that's Flo's V8 Cafe. Mm-hmm. Flo's known for their fried chicken. I feel that is their staple food, and it is their famous fried chicken with roasted garlic mashed potatoes, gravy, and seasonal vegetables. I don't know if it's I'm spoiled by homecoming or like... <laughs> yeah. Like, if I go to KFC, I haven't been to KFC in so long, but now it's kind of sounding good that I mention it. Um, <laughs> I am a crispy girl. I'm not an original girl. You know what I mean? Like, I like sure. that extra crunch. This is like original chicken, and it's definitely not my style of fried chicken. It's not as crispy as I want it to be. So I was totally let down by this. So this, to me, is a skip, even though I know it's on a lot of people's you should order this list. So I figured I had to mention it because... If original chicken at KFC is your thing, you're probably going to like this. It's just like that, but more expensive. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know? It's been a while. I mean, the last time we ate at Flo's V8 was when we were there in 2017, and they had breakfast. Yeah. That's what we had. We had breakfast there. And it was, let me tell you, what I ordered was phenomenal. It, it was, was really good. It was a breakfast tamale, and it had this green salsa and eggs. It was so It was fantastic. Good. I wish that they brought back breakfast because I did think that some of the breakfast, like the quick service breakfast, was lacking a little bit. Obviously, we loved, which we'll get to, the Avengers. But um, that didn't exist back then. Right, no. right. So <clears throat> I, I feel like it would really be a nice nice addition to add into Disneyland again. But I, I 
you know, I, I liked that then. And I thought the food quality was very good. Yeah. Sure, it was. We, I mean, I still remember it very yeah. vividly to yeah. this day. Yeah, so. So, Disney, if you're listening, bring back Flo's breakfast because it was great. <laughs> I wish I had it because it sounds delicious. It was good. So let's head over to the Pacific Wharf Cafe. And let's, Bethany, why don't we talk about the sourdough? Ugh. This, okay, I will tell you right now, the baguette in the France Pavilion in Epcot walked so that this place could run because oh, they yes. have a Mickey sourdough, a Mickey head sourdough that it is huge, bigger than one's own head. It is like $10.99. It's not terribly expensive. And it is shaped like Mickey. And they have all the facial features of Mickey Mouse made out of bread on it. It, to me, is like one of the best things. I have previously multiple times bought this on the last day of my vacation and brought it home with me to go back home and eat it because they will give you butter in that. But, you know, at, w- with that much sourdough, I want to make like a good dip to go along right. with it. Oh, yeah. But to me, this is a great thing. If somebody, I don't know, is watching your animals, it's a great little gift to bring them back. Oh, absolutely. But it's a good sourdough. The sourdough here is absolutely delicious. But I really feel like the baguette in France walked so this could run. Because this oh. is next tier. And you guys said you got it at a point, but it wasn't Mickey at the time. It was Groot. Oh. Yeah. yeah. When we went to Disneyland in 2017, that was when Guardian's Mission Breakout. Don't quote me on the time, but it was very recent that it had opened. So that was a new, exciting, hyped ride that everyone was all about. And they sold that Groot sourdough actually right across from Mission Breakout. And it was delicious. He had like little like olive eyes. Do you remember that? It was a huge, huge Groot yeah. head with little olive eyes. And it was delicious. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was good. But that's probably one of the other main things that sticks out in my mind from our food from that trip, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what I also love about that area where Pacific Wharf Cafe is, it smells like sourdough. It does. Yes. Like, it smells good. <laughs> it smells yeah. like a good old bread factory. And yeah. you, you can do a factory tour. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you get a piece of bread. Uh, yeah. And it's good. Sold. I mean, who doesn't like a piece of sourdough bread? No one. It's so delicious. I mean, if you have a gluten problem, but, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. But I'd like to take a second to apologize to any uh, gluten intolerant people. Yeah, we don't mean to offend you. (laughs) So sorry. I wish I wish they had a gluten free option here. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. But I just I I just feel like sourdough in this post pandemic world has just reached new heights. You know, the love of sourdough has really just taken off. It has. It really did. Very, very true. Yeah. The other great thing here is also bread. No. Um, Yeah, and it is their seasonal bread pudding. Yes, it's strawberry cheesecake bread pudding, and it was so good. But it's cream cheese cheesecake with strawberry topping, graham cracker, and whipped cream on this wonderful bread pudding. It was warm. Mm. It was drowning Mm -hmm. in that cheesecake sauce. It was so delicious. Every bite was phenomenal. My, My only complaint about with that was it needed to be served in a bowl because it had so yeah. much sauce oh, on a plate. in it yeah. that like it was up to the brim. Uh-huh. You know how Disney plates are? It was up to the brim filled with sauce. And here's the thing. The solution to that is not put less sauce because it is wonderful no. to soak it in that sauce. But it needs a bowl. But besides that, again, no notes. That was absolute perfection. The combination of the cheesecake with the strawberries, with the whipped cream, with that sauce. I literally do not have. I want this in Disney World today. Yes, me too. And, Immediately. And like we've had some great bread pudding in Disney World. And for oh. me, this is maybe number one. Mm-hmm. 
It's number one it, for me. It, it's really, yeah, it's close. <clears throat> it's close to the one at Sebastian's mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, Sebastian's. It's close, yeah. but I think this one takes the cake because those strawberries just added this freshness to it. Mm-hmm. And I love, I will have strawberries on anything. <laughs> really, I will. I love strawberries. So it was just a 10 out of 10. And, and it was a quick service. You don't often find something like that in a quick service, especially no. in Disney World. Yeah. Again, the bakery and pastry team at Disneyland Resort in general just absolutely is seven billion light years ahead of the Disney World game. I know that Disney World is functioning and serving a lot more people, but we're not even it's not even on the same level. No, no. And the fact that you two are just glowing about so many sweet treats that you guys are like, I need it now. I need it now. And I'm just sitting back here being like. Who are these two so women? So maybe, maybe we do like sweet treats. It's yeah. just not in Disney World. Just in Disney. If I yeah. see yeah. another dumb cake. <laughs> yeah, I swear. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, it's 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 so delicious. And I and the other thing that I think kind of makes it superior, I guess, to the other is that I would never think to put cheesecake and bread pudding together. Yeah. But God, they belong together, don't they? It's they so really good. <laughs> it is absolutely delicious. I. I have nothing. I just, it was so good. So let's head over to Pim's Test Kitchen in Avengers Campus. And let's talk about breakfast because that's what we got there. Uh, Belle and I did. So, Belle, you got the calculated breakfast. I did. And it is very similar to a traditional breakfast in Disney World. Like the bounty platter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It is. Uh, the bounty platters in every single quick service in Disney World. Yeah. This had eggs that were scrambled. It had... They're crispy potato bites, which we all know as tater tots, and then bacon and a piece of like focaccia toast. It wasn't really toast though; it was not toasted. For me, <laughs> for me personally, I did not. I didn't think this was worth the ten ninety nine it cost. I, it was very, very basic. The eggs were unfortunately very overcooked. Like I said, the focaccia was not toasted at all. The tater tots were fine, but they were tater tots. There wasn't anything crazy. So I personally would never get this again. Just because it's so basic and there's much better breakfast options in Avengers Campus. So yeah. why even why even get this? So Sure. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, it looks sad. Like it looks It was so sad. It was. It was not a lot of food on this kind of big plate and it just looked it was messy. There yeah. was nothing pretty about it. And I don't know, I just, I, I wanted a traditional breakfast. And I feel like sometimes a traditional breakfast really does hit the spot. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you wanted. And if it's well done, that's perfect. I've had so much, I've had this exact meal essentially in Disney World a thousand times. And it's 10 times better in Disney World than what I got mm-hmm. the day that we went. It could have been an off day, but either way, I would not recommend this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. You can't have an off day for the basic breakfast. No, right? It's not that hard. That's, that's exactly. what I was going to say. It's literally scrambled eggs. No. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But I did like that it was focaccia. Though, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. That, was, that was nice and it was different. It was not toasted for sure. But I mean, it was still, it was still good focaccia. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like that. I got the ever-expanding Cinepim toast, which was essentially a long brick of French toast. And it came with smoked bacon and maple syrup. It was all right. It was a little dry because I believe it kind of had a baked French toast kind of mm-hmm. deal. It was like, lack of a better term, kind of a monkey bread situation. It was like pieces of toast that yes. were kind of baked into kind of a sheet pan, I think, and they just kind of slice it that way. So it was a little bit dry. The maple syrup was definitely needed. The bacon was 
good, but it was even better when we dipped it in the spicy, the spicy maple syrup that we got from the other thing that we'll talk about later. But it was just fine. I mean, it was better than the calculated breakfast, but it's not going to make my top of anything. I think brick is a, a good word to use for it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was a brick. You're not wrong because I I have had this too. I've gotten the kids portion of it on previous trips, and it is clearly baked that way. But then it's like sometimes it sits under that heat lamp that they have, where that's yeah. like my one biggest complaint about pens is I think they make a lot of food and it sits under the heat lamp before it gets pulled for your tray. And by the time my baby brick of this cinnamon yeah. toast came out. All the edges were crispy. They had been exposed to like heat and whatever, and they had dried up. I just was not impressed. You said nicer things about this than I would have. I'm a nice guy. (laughs) But I do, I really do like a baked French toast. I really do enjoy the flavor of that. And I'm not saying that the middle section, when I got to the middle of the brick, (laughs) the flavor, it it was better. It was more on brand for what I would have enjoyed, but it was still a mess. Yeah. Um, the other thing we can talk about that we got here is the Celestial-sized candy bar, Choco Smash mm-hmm. candy bar, which is a massive, I don't even want to call it a candy bar. I mean, it's a candy brick. Are we going to say brick again? <laughs> <laughs> but it's dark chocolate with peanuts, caramel, nougat, and chocolate brownie layered in there, all covered in chocolate. It is decadent, but it is so good. <laughs> I, I really did enjoy it. And I enjoyed that chocolate brownie on the bottom. Yes. That was like what set it apart different from a traditional candy bar is there's this delicious brownie on the bottom. But this one, it comes in a weird presentation where it's like breaking through a normal size wrapper. Yes. So it's not really actually wrapped up. It's like a churro when you get the churro with the little like, you know, yeah. sleeve. sleeve. It's That's what it is. So it, transport wise, that's not easy. But this is just so rich. I do not know how someone's supposed to finish it. We no. as a collective group couldn't even probably get a third of the way through it. No. No, because we tried. We really did. And there was no way that we could have done anything. I, and I know we ate a lot and you're looking at me. I can I can put down some sweet treats and that was going to be a stretch. There was no way. Mm-hmm. No, I had a second bite and I was like, that was decadent. a mistake. Yeah. It is <laughs> decadent. I mean, it's a huge candy bar. So if you go with a party of 12 people, this could be the perfect snack for you. No, honestly, it and could for sure. And cheap at that point. <laughs> just, just yeah, it's only seven ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I say only seven ninety nine. I yeah. mean, for a candy bar, that's expensive, but it is massive. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Just bring a Ziploc. Yeah, yes, this is a Ziploc yeah. situation without Absolutely. a doubt. Absolutely. Yep. I'll mention too here because I have dined here for lunch and dinner quite a few times as well, and I've tried a lot. The Quantum Pretzel is very good. It is our standard, you know, baseline Germany Pongu Pongu pretzel. pretzel. Yeah, and that comes with sharp cheddar cheese beer sauce. Again, it's good. And it comes hanging on a little stand. I don't know a better way to put it, but it's a cool presentation. The pretzel's delicious. You can't go wrong. And then a few other things I've had here is the not-so-little chicken sandwich. And I think the novelty here is better than the actual food. So the not-so-little chicken sandwich is this huge piece of flattened chicken that has been breaded and deep-fried that is on the world's tiniest little slider bun. So essentially, you have to eat it like schnitzel, where it it does come with a good coleslaw on the side of it that is really delicious. But it is not a sandwich. And I think the novelty of everything here is better than what it actually is. I've also had the PB3 Superb Sandwich, which is like a peanut butter banana bacon sandwich also delicious i would preferably like to have this for breakfast if this was on the breakfast menu i would probably have ordered it but it's not but it is really good but it's super sweet but overall 
pretty good. I've also had the Impossible Spoonful, which is rigatoni and ditalini pasta. So it's like some of them have been hit and are bigger and some of them are smaller. I do like that. I think it's cute. It's, it's smart. And it used to come in this giant spoon. I don't think I don't know if it does anymore because I think people were stealing them. Oh, always leave it. That's why we can't have nice things. Exactly. But this one's plant-based and it comes with impossible meatballs. And overall, the flavor is really good. If you're looking for like a hearty pasta that'll get you through the day, this is definitely a good option. I really did enjoy this one. So there are some hits on the menu, but it is totally more about the novelty than the quality of the food. And again, a lot of it sits under a heat lamp when you order it. So that definitely, in my opinion, affects the quality of food. Oh, yeah, definitely. So staying in Avengers Campus, let's talk about my favorite place. Wow. It really is. The Shawarma Palace. And it is the one place that I desperately wanted to go. It was the one place I was so looking forward to eating at. Talked about a little bit in the last episode, but I felt like it was just such a nugget for the Marvel fans and clearly designed by Marvel fans for Marvel fans. And I was so, so excited. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint for me. Um, But let's start with breakfast, shall we? So we're talking about the Impossible Breakfast Shawarma, and it's plant-based breakfast sausage with an egg white omelet wrap served with spiced maple syrup. So after we ordered our breakfast at Pim's, we walked out and Bethany had this. So we kind of tried everything together. And when I had a bite of this, this wonderful breakfast wrap, I was so shocked. Like, I think my jaw dropped. I was so surprised that it was that good. And it was that good i would get this every single Mm -hmm. morning Mm -hmm. if i could it is so good do you know what i find interesting because it's not on this list but there's two things in there that are also in there one cheese there's fake cheese which usually i'm not really a fan of fake cheese i'll eat a lot of plant-based options but cheese is usually my like i draw the line there because Mm -hmm. you can really tell the difference you can't in this and it also has tater tots in it or some type of hash brown situation so this, yes. even what's listed there is even better in real life, really, than it is listed here. And it comes with a spiced maple syrup that is ugh, so good. So good. And it was so good without it. And then I poured that on there and I'm like, oh, no, this is even better. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just so pleasantly surprised because I'm not a big fake egg yes. person. Like, I- I'm just not. It's not mm-hmm. a thing. I don't normally go for it. And at Pim's, they actually have a breakfast platter that is plant-based plant-based mm-hmm. and i almost got that i almost <clears throat> did but then you you know, i was like no why why would i get that i don't i don't like fake eggs i literally said that why would i get that and then i tried this and i was pleasantly surprised and i thought it was phenomenal and i i hate to say it but i i actually think i prefer this over the breakfast ronto wrap oh i know i do too so i'm not mad at that as much, yeah. <laughs> and i think my thing is i don't love eggs in general i can tell the breakfast ronto wrap's good but this one, I the, it's just to me is like a it's a home run. I really wish this was in Disney World because I would eat it all the time. It's one that I feel would probably be kind of simple to recreate at home. I don't know what's in that honey maple glaze situation, but spiced could maple imagine, syrup. But yeah, could you imagine that spiced maple syrup on the breakfast ronto wrap? Oh, oh come on. don't even don't even start with me. Just saying, amazing. That but I I think the genius. things that the breakfast the things that the morning ronto wrap in this wrap have in common is that the egg is super fluffy and the yeah. egg is super light, and I think that that's the thing I was most impressed about with the sh- shawarm up, plant based wrap. It was so light, but so flavorful. It was a great way. It didn't feel like it was weighing you down. It was a great way to start the day. And that kick of spice from that maple syrup, the sweet, the spicy, the savory, everything in there 
plus the lightness of that wrap. The pita was so delicious. Mm. So this is one that I'm going to be thinking about for a very, very long time. It's easily always ranks in my top things I ate in Disneyland for the year. It's just so good. Yes. But then on the lunch side, we also got the New York's Tastiest, which is chicken shawarma with a coconut yogurt tahini sauce. And I actually thought this one was delicious. It is not as jazzed up as or loaded up, I could say, as the breakfast wrap. It is purely just the shawarma chicken and it comes with the dipping sauce. But I just thought it was delicious. It's still that great light wrap. I thought the flavor on the shawarma on the chicken was wonderful. But to me, the coconut yogurt tahini sauce was phenomenal. It was delicious. I could have drowned the whole wrap in that and that's really what made it for me and i don't think you two were as big of a fan as i was but it it definitely when i think of both the breakfast option and the lunch option i thought both were incredibly solid i'd go back for both easily it's not that i didn't like it i just think i've had really good shawarma in my life and Mm -hmm. this isn't one that would rank in the top three i thought it was missing like a like a slaw or something like some sort of veggie i don't know it was missing something i couldn't quite put my finger on it but i do i do agree with you i thought the flavor was great i thought the pita was really soft the sauce was great i didn't really have too many negative things it wasn't just my my top yeah i agree nothing like completely wowed me with it i was like shocker calling like some sauce that has the word coconut in it (laughs) yeah exactly But uh, the chicken itself... So predictable. Exactly. The chicken itself was great. It was (coughs) completely tender. It was flavored well. It had a bit of a kick to it. Like, I did not expect it to be as spicy as it was. And I think that that coconut yogurt tahini sauce really balanced it out and really just made it a well-rounded wrap. But overall, I liked it. It's not one that I'm going to, like, rush to get. I would rush for the breakfast. And I think that's the thing when you're just doing the one-to-one comparison, even though it does fall into the category of, like, you can't compare these two things. The breakfast one is significantly better. It is like it such is. a standout. And this is just they're having a good time. Right. Yep. There's nothing crazy special about it, but I still liked it. It's just not going to be in the top of my list ever. Yeah. Agreed. So another great breakfast item that I actually really, quite honestly, enjoyed came from Corn Dog Castle. And that was the breakfast sausage and egg corn dog. It was $9.99, and it was topped with powdered sugar, raspberry jelly, and then it did come with either a bag of chips or a cutie's little mandarin orange. We opted for the the orange. But it was an egg, very, very light, fluffy egg, scrambled egg, and then it had a piece of sausage coated in the pancake batter, and then it was covered in the powdered sugar and the raspberry jelly. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was. it was the perfect little breakfast bite. It was a breakfast sausage, like actually a breakfast sausage link mm-hmm. that Bethany got none of. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually, can you describe it for me as if I've never eaten it? Because I haven't, so I'm willing to take all of <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Here's the thing to know. The thing to know is that the sausage and the egg are actually stacked on top of each other. It's not layered like the pickle corn dog. It's not the egg inside the sausage inside. You know, it's not layered in that sense. It's layered on top of each other. So... Bella had the first bite, I got the second bite, and there was no more sausage left but the second bite. So just a fair warning that <laughs> it is not layered re- around, it is layered on top, but still delicious. I thought that the addition of the raspberry jelly was actually wonderful. You know, when you have a breakfast plate and everything just kind of mixes together, <laughs> like it's, it kind of was just like that, everything in one bite. This desperately needs to make its way 
over to Magic Kingdom to Sleepy Hollow like yesterday because it'd just be such a great, great addition. But I think it just suits suits that area so perfectly, especially with the powdered sugar and the raspberry drizzle. It just, to me, is the perfect, perfect spot for that. But it was fantastic. I'll think about that one again for a long time. I can't wait to go back and get it. Yeah, everybody left me my favorite part, the egg. The eggs. <laughs> I was like, I'll try the outer set wrapping of it. Y'all can have the eggs. That ain't going to be my journey. <laughs> she got a pancake on a stick. Yeah. I wasn't mad about it, though. That's another. Don't even give me a sausage. I would have ate that as a pancake on a stick with the little, the raspberry. I would have been fine with that. But oh, here's absolutely. the thing. Like, I, I actually never really thought to put the egg inside. Like, when we've discussed this in previous, in a previous episode, yeah, I, yeah. I thought just a breakfast sausage with a pancake <clears throat> around it. Yeah. That would be fine. And that is actually, that was my, my favorite bite. When I had the egg, the egg was fine. It just kind of gets lost. Yeah. You know, it's just like egg compared to pancake batter and jelly, the egg flavor gets lost. And fortunately, the egg, I mean, was towards the bottom. And I don't think it was the equal, an equal size to the sausage. I thought the sausage was probably a little bit bigger. So I think my one issue is I think I could have done without the egg. Or had the egg next to the sausage and just made it the whole thing a sausage. Could you even imagine like that's that Ronto wrap sausage? Oh. oh, I know Wrapped. it's Portuguese breakfast sausage. Oh. Yeah, that's that so, so, so wonderful. But even I would have, I would have enjoyed bacon and sausage. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, that would have yeah. been that would have been a breakfast meat one. That would have been delicious. But you're so right that the consistency of the egg was actually light and fluffy. It was. But so was the pancake batter on the outside. Yeah. So it kind of all the flavors all blended together. But the the sausage did have that again the bite from that casing, mm-hmm. which kind of added a little bit of extra texture. So totally agree with you but i would totally be fine with just a sausage link dipped in pancake batter yeah with everything on top of it but it was delicious and it's it's definitely something worth noting if you're looking for a fun breakfast option for sure that's not a calculated breakfast <laughs> and it comes on a stick what more do you want convenience not much. nothing honestly so let's head over to pixar pier and let's go to the jack jack cookie num num cart can i just say Petition, how are the num nums so different in Disney World and Disneyland? <laughs> it is significantly better in Disneyland than it is Disney World. I usually, you know, I've talked about my dad on this podcast many of times. He's a sucker for a good cookie. I will get a cocktail. He will get a cookie. It's our deal. This Jack Jack's cookies <laughs> num num, I will be like, no, I need multiple bites of it because it is so good. It is so much better than the one in Disney World. I don't know what the difference is, but it just is fresher and less crusty. It is so much better. This is like a don't skip to me. If you are getting on or off of Incredicoaster, make the stop. You can smell them as you walk by. I just yes. think they're so good. And it's a, if you're a sweet person, it's like a must stop, if we're being honest. And I was actually looking at the menu today, and I am impressed because they actually have an Incredi cookie too, which is a gluten-friendly blackberry jam-filled cookie. Mm. Wow. I love that. So, And they also have a shortbread cookie that's dipped in chocolate with a Jack Jack's chocolate piece on top there. I haven't tried those two things, but honestly, that Jack Jack cookie num-num is so good that without a doubt, those are probably delicious as well. But I don't know what the difference is, and I feel like there's more chocolate on the top of it, but I love it here. And I will always steal a bite. I cannot eat my own, but I will steal a bite. And I will get We're going to have to find out fine. for science. Yeah. <clears throat> for science, we're going to have to find out exactly what the difference is. We really should. If I ever do coast to coast trips again, well, we're going to do a side by side. Yeah, bring it with you. Absolutely. <laughs> have cookie, we'll transport. 
Yes. <laughs> just like you could do a time lapse of you holding the cookie all the way until exactly. you walk. Exactly. But you know, uh-huh. we got to hit with the highest of highs for like desserts where Jack Jack cookie num num is so good because we're about to hit the lowest of lows and talk about easily hands down the worst thing we ate on this entire trip. Easily. I don't yep. even want to talk about oh, We have to talk about it. I know we do, but <laughs> I, don't I don't want, want to. I remember this. So we're going to Willie's. Mm. <laughs> Willie's Churros. It is located kind of in the main hub with Carthay Circle, but just as you're coming out of Soren. And we are talking about the spicy chili cheese churro. I'm going to say that one more time. Mm-mm. Spicy chili cheese churro. Mm-mm. And this was a churro dusted with crushed spicy cheese chips, chili lime sugar, dressed with nacho cheese sauce, and crushed spicy cheese chips. Someone Just deserves to go in. jail. To jail. Someone deserves to go to jail for this monstrosity. Monstrosity. Straight to, j- straight to jail. Straight to jail. I. It. You know. It gave me Mr. Toad's dome cake vibes, strictly because of the colors that were on this. <laughs> it is like bright yellow and bright red, and dessert should not look like that. And it wasn't dessert, and it was just god awful. The combination of sweet and savory. Sometimes it works. This was an absolute swing and miss i don't even think they were swinging at anything if we're being honest um i think somebody said in a meeting what would suck oh this let's put it on the menu oh it was so strange because it was like you tasted the cheese Uh uh-huh and then the spice kicked it a little bit just a little hint then the lingering taste was sweet and it was totally messed up did not it did not flow at all it was very bad the journey was horrifying yes. and it was exactly like you said you of course got hit with the spice and the cheese first because that was what was on top which and wasn't under- bad <clears throat> no? no not at all and then under that you got hit with a bit of lime and you were like oh and then you got cinnamon sugar churro mm-hmm. at the end and i was like no 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 and i think you can tell in our reaction like when we eat it like it takes a <laughs> second like- and it's because it's like okay spicy cheese lime churro it all yeah. happened in that cascading effect and it was it just ended with like Bella saying oh my god oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I did uh-huh. this, I, I just there was I had a, to exit the frame I was like there was I'm a out. point of no return you know you just at that point just had to deal with it you, you know? know I will say we obviously reading the ingredients you're like this is either gonna be some miracle really good or it's gonna be god awful and so we're like three waters and i'm we're like all sitting there like chug the water chug the water (laughs) just Uh, remove uh. this from my palate please it was just who who thought of this i know the best part was that we were trying to find a place to have it we were like the trash can. I feel like this is probably the best place to eat this. It's just called convenience case. when we're done with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, we asked the we asked the lovely cast member who made it for us. We were like, "Is it? How is it?" And she's like, "It's not that bad." Mm, liar. I was like, "Oh no, oh no." It, it was, was bad. Awful. It was, and it was. And that wasn't the only churro <clears throat> we tried at DCA. Mm-mm. No, we, we also tried the Terran treats. Yeah. Yes, at Terran treats, the which is right across from Guardians. It's the Cosmic Disturbance Churro, which was made with freeze dried Skittles, bite sized candies, popping candy, which I didn't, I didn't get that at all. I no. don't either. And blue curacao flavored drizzle. 
I really like freeze dried Skittles. That's what I came out of this. Like I, I, I after <laughs> I ate it, I was like, I that could was have a, a bag. Yeah, yeah, I could have a bag of freeze dried mm. Skittles and I'll be okay. But this this churro just didn't give me anything. It was what it was. I just, I, I, I just don't understand the hype of Disneyland churros. I'm like, I just don't get it. I, there's a few that we had that there's another one we actually had in here in DCA as well that we'll chat about in a second. But the churro itself is just not great. No. Like, it, it's dry. Yeah, they put some cool flavors on top of it, but I don't think it, like, redeems itself for a good churro. But this one, to me, I did like the sourness of this one, but I just, overall, I was like, I would never order this again. Me to every yeah. single churro on this journey. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just Skittles tasted like Skittles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It just tasted good. like Skittles, which I didn't like. Again, it wasn't like I was repulsed by it or anything. I, I, It was fine, but I would never get it again. Correct. But we did get one more churro as well in this park. Which after our next episode for Disneyland food, we'll have to do a like definitive ranking of the ones that we ate. But this is the churros at Hollywoodland where they had the bacon, the <sighs> peanut butter and jelly and bacon churro. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it was like that kind of tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't well, we bad. Had it, we had it with the, the sausage. Yes. We had it around <clears throat> that same time. So, of course, yes. it was overshadowed. Um, yeah, for this one, I actually really like the jelly on it. Mm-hmm. And the bait, remember the bacon was actually good bacon. Like bacon, bacon, not bacon. It wasn't yeah. like, it was bacon, bacon. we totally expected it to be like the bacon bits that you shake on top of salad. You know what yeah, I mean? But no, it was actually like. real bacon. Those bacon correct. chips are not real bacon. This correct. was this, real bacon. It was real bacon. It was like smoky and actually delicious, but you're so right. It was the peanut butter. Yes. That was the weird thing that kind of threw me. Yep. Um, it was the jelly was fine. The bacon was fine. It was kind of a breakfasty situation, but then the peanut butter kind of is a strong flavor, of course, and it kind of overpowered the whole thing. But yeah, yeah, but it, it wasn't the most offensive churro we had. That's for sure. No, again, it was just like I finished eating. I took the bite and I was like, OK, it's fine uh, again. Fine. fine. Exactly. I know production wise, this is like a hard thing to do. But my opinion is that quality of the churro at Nomad Lounge is so much better that if you topped it with the things that we're talking about, I would have mm. probably liked, except <laughs> with the exception of the chili cheese one, I would have liked almost every single churro and probably would have ordered them again. Uh, oh, come on. Let Nomad Ledge take it. Let him take a stab at that one. Let's see. What I mean, I would, I would like a Nomad <laughs> Lounge interpretation of that, actually. Because oh, they wouldn't make it sweet. That's the thing. They would be. Yeah. It would have like a lime tahini on it instead, and no sugar, and they would have known what they were doing. They would have been smart. Correct. Correct. No sugar. Could yeah. you imagine the pineapple dipping sauce uh, with a nomad churro? Churro. Yeah, that was good. We'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about there. it. We'll talk about it. But yeah, that was still a good churro. I wasn't mad at it. The flavors no. combined, but overall, I just think Disneyland churros are vastly overrated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Again, it's a frozen churro. What what are you guys bragging about over there? They P- Disneyland people, sorry. This is going to be my hot take and my rant for the end of the night. Disneyland people think their churros are so flippin' superior, and they are not. Y'all need a reality check. Like, it is not that good. Like, it is the equivalent of fast food fries. Yes, McDonald's has better fast food fries. But then you get, like, on a whole new category. Y'all think they're In-N-Out animal-style fries, and they're not. You're, you're McDonald's. They're still fine. Yeah. You think you got something so fancy. You don't. Well, it just, like, yep. Disneyland leans in hard with the churro. Of course, that's a thing when you think about Disneyland. But when you, and it clear, It's clearly true because 
everywhere we went was a specialty churro. And I will give them a nod and I'm going to give them credit because in Disney World, that does not happen. We don't have something where we go around every corner and it's like the special Disney World thing that's a different flavor every Mm -hmm. single time. Cupcakes are close. (laughs) No. I I don't think... think yeah, dome cakes. <laughs> I, I, I think it's one or the other. I think they have a lot of dome cakes in Disney World, but I also think they have a lot of specialty cupcakes. Agreed. I'm not saying it's everywhere in the park. No, no it's, it's not, not like churros where you <clears throat> turn a corner and there's literally another churro cart with cart, a new. Yes. I mean, they had that guava dipping sauce, too, at some of these churro carts right. in Disneyland. Like, they had things that we didn't try. Right. The, you know, the, the that we s'mores try. one too, which I've previously yeah. had. It's good. Like the flavors yeah. on top are good. Again, we're putting things on top of a mediocre churro. And right. But I agree. We don't have anything in Disney World that is that traditional or iconic for a park snack. But again, yeah. the quality of it is just not good. I get it because you like you guys said, there are new flavors all the time. But yeah, it's that's the just, thing. Yeah, it's just the thing. That is their thing to get you to buy mediocre churros. They put something yes. else new on them and call it a day. <laughs> no, but but it's so true. I mean, it's literally at the base of it is just a traditional churro. They roll it in a different kind of sugar that they sometimes sometimes yeah, and then they'll top it with whatever they want to top it with, and that's supposed to be it. And to be honest, I think a churro in its truest form is the best kind of churro. Yeah. Like, just how a churro is, that's the best kind of churro. I don't think it needs anything additional because it's already a dessert. It's just like a cannoli. You know, it's like how Pizza Rizzo. (laughs) (laughs) She said, let's bring it back to cannolis. (laughs) I just, but it's a comparison. Look. It is. It is. Look, Pizza Rizzo cannolis, how they're trying to make it not a cannoli. This is essentially what Disneyland is doing with churros. Yes. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Correct. Yeah, I mm. to me, that's like my biggest disappointment. And I think the reason why I'm being this way and so harsh on churros is because so much of their food is absolutely delicious and outstanding that why are they picking the mediocre thing to be the hill they're dying on? Your yeah. food is so good. Your desserts are just literally knock Disney World out of the park. Why are you doubling down on churros out of all things? Give me, give me a specialty macaron yes. at every cart. So every single cart. But yeah. why is churros your double down? You have so many better things. Pretzels. You know, they're pretzels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're pretzels. Hell yeah. Yep. But like, and you know what though? It's also it, that's all you see on social media. Correct. Are these churros? That's literally all you. See. And I mean, I get it. There's more churros than I guess there are any other desserts. It's the that gift they that have, keeps on giving. But it is. It's just so overly hyped, and I, I really like. I tried. I leaned in. I when we got there, I said, you, you know, we're on a, mm-hmm. we're on a churro journey. We're gonna try as many as we can or want, and we tried a lot, and I just was. There was one that stood out, and that was it. But yep, stood out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> was fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. it can't even show up at the same party as Noma Lounge churro. So you know, no, no. We said what we said. Yeah. Yep, we're spoiled. We really are. With our Nomad Lounge, we are. We'll talk about that pretty much. We'll talk about that churro in the next Disneyland episode, though, because that's over in Disneyland Park. So yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You know. So stay tuned for more churro rants. Amazing. (laughs) They're coming. 
So that's it for this special Disneyland edition episode of the Main Street Dish. Don't worry, next week we'll be back in Disney World, but we will come back to Disneyland to continue our foodie journey on all things Disneyland food and drinks. You can support our show by subscribing on Patreon and on Instagram. Please take a second to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.